in the know for Tuesday, March 16th, the 75th day of 2021. There are 290 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Hit a milestone yesterday on COVID vaccinations in Kentucky. We will tell you about that. Also, get ready for St. Patrick's Day that's coming up tomorrow. Why will we be wearing green? What does it all mean? That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm great. How are you? Um, um, yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. I didn't follow. You pointed out that I once was very wise and said, never travel and then come back to work the next day. You need a re-entry day, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't get a re-entry day, so cranky. I'm uh, I'm working cranky? on a, yeah, well, well, you know, I'm not cranky. It's just yeah. I feel uh, a little bit rushed and out of my rhythm and routine, and so I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, but I did get your introduction correct. Does that? Hey, I checked a box. Did you see me? I was like, he's he's winning, winning. He he remembers all of my attributes. Yes, yes. Are you ready for St. Patrick's Day tomorrow? I am, actually. Uh, You should make sure that you plan on wearing something green. Mm -hmm. And why is the green green the color of St. Patrick's Day? The iconic shamrock used by St. Patrick is green. Ireland is known as the Emerald Isle for its lush green fields. And traditional Irish legend has it, you are invisible to leprechauns if you wear green. It protects you from being pinched by one of these fairy creatures. Also, something in your wheelhouse, the shamrock is the holy trinity, Mm -hmm. right? The three shamrocks Mm -hmm. on there, so that's why it is the significance. It has its ties Mm -hmm. to uh, Christianity. Beach is on assignment today. She didn't make it back to the studio with me, so uh, she's out an additional day today. So, uh, First Baptist Church Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. The Social Security Administration knows him as Dennis C. Cook. We know him as Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Yukon. Hey, morning. Welcome back. Thank you. Same to you. Pleasure. You've been here since I was here. I did. Uh, I was here last Friday. Thanks for taking an extra swim in the pool. Appreciate it. In a, whatever the pool this is. The water was just fine. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, is there anything you'd like to do? Do you want to be the tattletale? Something reminds me that you, you know, in your elementary school days, based upon what we know about you, mm-hmm. yes. I, I just if if I had to. If if I had to make a pick on who the class monitor was, not that I would call you a tattletale, no. but the class monitor on behalf of the teacher, the teacher's mm-hmm. extra set of eyes and ears was most likely you. So is there anything you have to report before we move forward? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> appreciate you bringing Dennis. this up. I've got a note here. <laughs> of course, we'll meet after like we always do. But, uh, <laughs> Clearly. I expect they did, everybody did a great job. It was really fun. Sam wrote on your board so much. But other than that, it was a great, great week. Well, one of the reasons that I wanted to make sure to inquire if you had anything to share 
was because I noticed my board said when the cat's away, mm-hmm. I'm presuming I'm the cat. Mm-hmm. Sam, so, you were right. He noticed. <laughs> well, just because I'm the one who had to erase it. That's, uh, that's prime. true. No one else might have noticed, but I did because I had to look uh, straight at it. Hey, uh, remind, by the way, thanks to everybody for filling in. Uh, we'll probably get around to uh, some. I'll give you a trip report later. You, mm, you don't really oh want to hear boy, about that. I do. Uh, tornado drill today in about uh, five minutes. It's the rescheduled one from early in the month that uh, they delayed. So in about five minutes, uh, four minutes now, don't be surprised if you're hearing storm sirens. Uh, in our various platforms, you may also lose audio from us momentarily. Uh, but because we go so many different pathways between uh, live, podcast, video, radio, etc. So we'll just keep going. And the rest of you will just have to catch up. We won't say anything. Like, we won't reveal any big secrets hmm. during that amount of time. We, okay. we will not give any information that you must have. But we also can't sit here and twiddle our thumbs for about 45 seconds because it will be well, uncomfortable to some. Personal rule, if I hear the siren, I'm under the table. Oh, is that the rule? So okay. Good. Let's make sure and get an, ISO, just get an ISO on Dennis's camera then. I want to see him execute that maneuver. Uh, it was a foggy morning to start today, and we'll see a mixture of sun and clouds later. We'll see a warmer with the highs in the 60s and 70s. Uh, I, Dennis has got short sleeves on today. I saw him coming in the building. It's like, well, oh, yeah. he clearly, this feels warm compared to yesterday, and I'm over here thinking, why did I have to put on pants and long sleeves today? <laughs> I was freezing to death when we got back uh, to the house last evening. It will also be a dry one tonight, but a cool one. And then the rain is looking to wrap up before Friday with the weekend looking dry and pleasant at this point. So a mix of sun and clouds, especially later today, a high of 72, maybe just briefly around uh, 5 o'clock or so. Then mostly cloudy, 46 tonight. And for St. Patrick's Day, thunderstorms late, a 100% chance of rain tomorrow. And a high of 68. So I can't say that your entire St. Patrick's Day will be a washout. But it uh, it will be wet at some point. Governor Andy Bashir reported 396 new COVID-19 cases reported yesterday. I like that number. I don't like that it's uh, higher than zero. But Monday is continuing to step down. We were That's lower than last Monday. And that Monday was lower than that. So we're going in the right direction. Uh, there were 23 new COVID-related deaths reported, which rolled us over the milestone of 5,000. We're now 5,005. The rolling seven-day positivity rate remained at 3.99%. Hospitalizations decreased by 24 to 488. So less than 500 people are hospitalized due to COVID-19 in Kentucky as of yesterday afternoon. And I consider that to be a feat. And mm-hmm. I also now see... I won't say next to no, but what we're six, maybe six counties that are still in the red. Lyon, Butler, unfortunately, is one of them. Uh, Laurel, Clay, Knox, Powell, and Carroll County look like the current red counties on the COVID map. And a couple of people teeter-tottering in the green. Grayson County at 6.5 as far as our rating now. The governor also reported yesterday the one millionth Kentuckian to receive at least the first dose of the coronavirus vaccine about three months after the first shipment of vaccine arrived in the state. It's, uh, we've got about 4 million people. So 25% of Kentuckians have had at least their first dose. And he says that he thinks that Kentucky will be able to outpace what the federal 
<clears throat> guidelines are or what the Biden administration is hoping for. He says the goal also the goal is that no Kentuckian has to travel more than one county from their home to be vaccinated. And he said regarding the president's vaccination goals, I expect not only will we meet his goal of every adult in Kentucky who wants a shot getting it by the end of May, I think we're going to beat his goal in opening up vaccinations to everyone before May 1st. You're, see, you're even seeing that in some locales, including ours, uh, major changes reported over the last couple of days as far as uh, the Grayson County Health Department is concerned. My understanding, they're going to be doing away with waiting lists, and the reason that is is because the vaccine supply has increased to the level that they're able to accommodate most of the requests. It's a combination of <clears throat> supply being, uh, I guess you will, corralled. Mm -hmm. So you've got pharmacies, health care, health department that are all sort of saying, okay, how much do we have in our, you know, how much do we have access to? And then how do we best just facilitate the requests that are there? So to me, that's a good sign. Yeah. Waiting lists mean there's plenty. Yeah. And uh, so that's, uh, you know, good news in in in, um, in my opinion. Dennis, I noticed that you were the poster child for the health department. Yeah, I, I don't know how that the, happened. Over the last few <laughs> days. I mean, obviously questionable decision-making on nope. their part. No kidding. But uh, did you get uh, single jab? Did you get J&J &J or did you get something no, else? No, I just got my first COVID shot. Okay. So so you uh, still have the second one, uh, what, uh, not 21 days from now, but 21 like days later? April the 6th or the 8th or something, but kudos to our hospital. Had it here in Litchfield. They had a great setup, lots of friendly faces, smooth process, and it was a great experience, uh, an easy experience. And I loved it, be able to have it here locally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know that... Uh, you used Owensboro Health, I think, or you, I know you, you, you escorted, you carried your mom to Davis County. That's right. To get hers. And so, but you were able to get yours here. And, uh, like you say, it was a smooth process and great, to, great to hear. Any, any symptoms that you know of? That no, you... just a general irritability. <laughs> I, I, and Sarah said that was there before. Mm, yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought it just happened from the shop, but they said that's not a side effect. It could have been an enhancer. But I think the origins of the irritability might have already you got on your own might have already the been there. That's what it was. <laughs> so Did I hear something. Uh, when I was last, the last time uh, I was with you was on the show was Wednesday, and so I had received my first uh, my first dose Tuesday afternoon. So through Wednesday morning, uh, no side effects, no concerns. Um, just and and my arm never even really got sore. Yeah. Uh, you know, based upon what I've heard, I'm preparing to experience maybe a little more. Uh, symptoms or side effects as a result of the second, because that's the one, you know, your body, your immune system has sort of been set up on the first one. Now it's going to come along in the second one and probably, so I'm, I'm prepared for that. But, uh, my experience so far was, uh, was, was, was easy peasy. Uh, and Misty, you're still on the sideline just waiting to see. I had an appointment Friday morning, but I, I have bronchitis. So we, I got COVID tested. It was negative, but I was running just a low grade fever and they all, the, all the health officials said, we just feel better about you being on the next round than, than chancing it with the fever right now. So I know, and I guess, um, and sorry to put you on the spot on the air, but I, I hadn't mm -hmm. seen, we hadn't compared notes. But uh, the one thing I like about what I just heard there <laughs> is that they had the luxury of we're going to have plenty of supply yes. available. 
There's no sense in taking a chance if whenever you get ready, you're going to be able to get whatever it is that that you want. You know, that's kind of that in between. It's like, well, I better take, you know, take it when it's offered to me or I don't know when I might be able to get back on the list. But that's not the conditions that we're dealing with. So that's... uh, that's good news. Uh, speaking of the health department, uh, the report at K105.com, 12 new COVID cases in Grayson County reported since uh, Thursday, so over uh, over the weekend and um, the last couple of days. That's uh, 2014 all-time. No new deaths reported in Grayson County. Now, the state uh, lawmakers trying to get finished up in Frankfurt as they have a limited number of days for their uh, session this year. The Kentucky Republicans passed a state budget yesterday that mostly holds the line on spending but sets significant money aside in a rainy day fund as they consider how to use massive amounts of pandemic-related federal money that's headed to the state. The governor is disappointed that the budget stripped his proposals for across-the-board pay raises for school employees and state workers and increased spending for public education. He fired back immediately with a clear message that it's already raining. They said they're setting it aside for a rainy day fund. He said it's already raining. Now, you would expect him to take this case and take this stance. And really, politically, he has to. Mm -hmm. Because if you go back to his uh, run against uh, Matty G, he promised, I I think it's fair to say, he promised teachers a raise. Mm -hmm. That was a campaign promise. Mm -hmm. Now... Never ye mind that he doesn't have, nor did he then, nor does he now, have the single-handed authority to give said raise. But this is where, if I'm a teacher, it's a good lesson for me to go, hey, wait a minute. When somebody promises me something, I might want to look a little bit closer to see if they can actually deliver on that promise. Because the governor can't do that because the governor doesn't control the purse strings. Now, what a governor, a gubernatorial candidate can do is say, I will go to Frankfurt and work very hard for you to get a raise or for you to get additional resources that you've worked hard for. I am your advocate. I am your ally. But to promise and say, we're going to do that. We're, we're, we're going to do it. Well, you hope to be able to do it. So we shouldn't be surprised that he says, hey, I, you, you stripped these things out of there because I really need to make good on my IOU that I gave to uh, gave to teachers and public employees, for that matter. Now, Republican leadership says, if we will park these federal funds over here for a while, we'll get additional guidance on what we can spend this $2.4 billion on. And what it might do is once we get more guidance... It might enable us to not spend the dollars that we're having to come up with the state budget to fund these things. So Republican leadership, either to their credit or to their blame, are saying, let's park these over here for just a little while, for, a, for, for long enough to figure out what wiggle room we really have so that we might not have to invest dollars from the state budget. I get, to me, that sounds prudent, mm-hmm. but if I'm a public employee or a teacher, I probably don't like the sound of that. But what else a ballot measure seeks scheduling flexibility for lawmakers we told you i told you a moment ago kentucky lawmakers have a finite period of time that they can meet annually budget session 60 days non-budget session is 30 days 
And what lawmakers are uh, proposing is to come up with a constitutional amendment that will be on your ballot in 2022, and you'll get to decide if they should have options to extend the time they meet in session. I do think in the way that the world moves so quickly that um, I wouldn't mind the legislature or the governor or the governor can order the session, but then the legislature can just convene and then dismiss. You know, they can do that over and over if they want to. But I do think there are times, especially now, when Kentucky's legislature probably needs to be a little more malleable and able to adjust to conditions than what they're able to do right now. But then turn that coin over, and I don't think they need to be perpetually in session because, well, that's just too much, uh, too many moving, too many moving parts. But there's a cost to doing that. Every day that the legislature is in session, there's a cost to taxpayers in doing that. We also, if they if they stay in session a lot, uh, the legislators will tell you it's not a part-time job even now, even though they have 30 and 60-day sessions, but between committees and you know being present at all these uh, at all these things if you say okay 90 or 180 day sessions that only gets worse so i don't know where the balance is in there but i do think that the legislature i can tell you firsthand oftentimes it's too much of an excuse for them to not take up a cause that we would like for them to take up because they say we don't have time to pass a bill we can only meet for thirty days this session, and you can't you can't introduce you can't pre-file it, you can't file it, it can't run through committee, it can't run through both sides, da 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 da, because there's a limited number of days, unless it's something they really want to do. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's what I was going to say. If it's something they really want to do, then lo and behold, right? Man, we can just we got oh, we got plenty of time to get this accomplished. So, <laughs> to me, a new deadline just means a deadline that they act like they want or they don't want, and they just change it when it gets there anyway. So what difference does it make? I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, Charles Booker, the Democrat who nearly pulled off an upset in the primary uh, last year over Amy McGrath, uh, if the race had gone two more weeks, he would have been he would have been running against McConnell instead of M- McGrath. I'm convinced. Uh, he is uh, still considering a run for a 2022 Senate run in Kentucky. So what he's saying is look out Rand Paul uh, because the Rand Paul seat is going to be up. Uh, the seat currently held by Rand Paul is going to be up in 2022. So that uh, would be interesting uh, dynamics to see. The 12th District Tournament Action is going to continue tonight. The Lady Cougars got a hard-fought 53-46 to win over Edmondson County. And so the Lady Cougars have uh, secured a spot in next week's third region tournament. So good for the Lady Cougars. And then the boys will play Whitesville Trinity tonight. It'll be the first game of the two-game session tonight at Whitesville. And you can find the game on all of uh, our various channels. So it should be Exciting from down there. Uh, in other district action, Owensboro beat Apollo 67-43 to in boys action. Meade County down to Cloverport 74-32. to Ohio County advanced in the 10th district. Uh, Meade County's girls advanced in the 11th district. And then in the first game last night, Butler County's Lady Bears down to Whitesville Trinity 56-47. And I am, <laughs> if you're a U.K. fan... It's football season again already. It just ended the last day of December, 
And now here we are, March 15th, and it's already UK football season again because <clears throat> no cats, no cards, no tops. What, Moorhead State? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, only, only, Eagles only. Only team in. I, I guess I'm curious to know, when was the last time, has there ever been a time that we've had the NCAA tournament that not Western, not Louisville, not Kentucky have been in the tournament field. I I would have to say I would have to say no. Wow. Uh, it would be a unicorn of a year if it ever been. So it's just kind of weird. Bracket? What bracket? Oh, I don't know. There you go. You're all caught up. Got plenty more information on the way. Hang around. You're on in the know. Today is Everything You Do Is Right Day. I don't know if I can buy that or not. Everything You Do Is Right? That's what it says. A day to avoid second-guessing yourself. Oh, God. As long as your decisions are well thought through, just carry them out and let them go. And you'll likely find it saves you a lot of stress. I do get I do get analysis paralysis. I yeah, mean, I, well, uh, but... And it's not necessarily, you know, I don't really, I'm not a, the path not taken person so much because by the time I finally get around to making a decision, it's like, well, this is what we did. And then you've, uh, well, I know my family has heard me say a lot. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know that it'll be fine, but it's my way of saying, this is what we're doing. (laughs) I literally like over the whole COVID shot thing, I had analysis paralysis and then it got down. I don't know that I didn't give myself a fever. (laughs) It's like I manifested a fever. It's psychosomatic to go, okay, I got to, I got to put this off for another two weeks because I've just not had enough time. Yeah. I just don't have the, um, I don't know if in ways I'm, I mean, I'm extremely conservative about things, but it's, um, also being the son of an accountant, you learn the, you know, measure twice, cut once. Uh, and clearly that doesn't work all the time for me, but, but, but sometimes it's measure three times. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that first two times, did I really, did I measure the same way two Mm -hmm. times or did I get two different measurements? And then that just leads to, uh, I just go, uh, Sarah, (laughs) what are we doing? Sarah, what am I doing today? Yeah, Yeah, that's what it's okay. Cool. Thanks. Freedom of information day. It's Panda day drawing attention to one of the world's unique bears. And it is also, I'd never heard of this, at least I don't recall hearing of it. Today is St. Urho's Day. U-R-H-O, St. Urho's Day. You know, tomorrow St. Patrick's Day. Today is St. Urho's Day, celebrated in port parts of Canada and the United States. It's celebrating the tongue-in-cheek saint <clears throat> who supposedly cleared the grasshoppers out of Finland. Where, well, where's what color is that? I, I don't know what <laughs> color we wear. He doesn't Urho. have his the same type of day as yeah, you know right? our friend Patrick. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is the Festivus to St. Patrick's Day is what this is. But by its very nature, it makes me want to celebrate it. Yes. Absolutely. You can keep your St. Patrick's Day. Uh-huh. I think I'd like to go in, all in on St. Urho's Day. Urho's. And I just I'm a little bit scared of what that word might mean. I'm just kind of reading it sight unseen. It it's like 
you know, typically words with ho in them generally could be bad. So I just, uh, easy. They can be bad. Yeah, sure. Uh, come to find out, Kanye is not the only person who's had a Twitter timeout in the last couple of days. I will presume you all did not talk about yesterday. There's St. Erho. Okay. Oh, okay. Whoa. That's got to wow. be fake. This is, again, Those are this ginormous is... grasshoppers. <laughs> Give that man some credit. And we're, yeah. is he kneeling on his knees? <laughs> Which makes it even is he better. A long torsoed. <laughs> Dorf, Dorf must be a descendant of St. Erho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring up Dorf Sam. <laughs> uh, Twitter accidentally suspended users over the word Memphis. Ugh. So just for randomly using. Memphis. Yes. Um, it, CNET <laughs> reports that users on the social media platform who mentioned the Tennessee city over the weekend in their tweets found themselves with an instant 12-hour suspension, meaning they couldn't tweet or retweet, and a directive to nix the offending post. There was a screenshot of the alert that violators, quote-unquote violators, received, noting they may not publish or post <laughs> other people's <laughs> private information Without their express authorization and permission, they think it somehow got added in. They're not calling it. A, uh, they're not calling it one of the um, doxing deals that they do, but it, it somehow pertains to a postal code that it's uh, it's got stuck in some algorithm that it sensed that you were trying to share somebody's personal information mm -hmm. online, mm -hmm. but then. The internet doing what the internet does, and the Twitter sphere doing what the Twitter sphere does. Once they realized that was happening, people, this would be something that this would be my play. <laughs> We're trying to get people to use the word Memphis in their responses to their tweets just to get them to have a 12 hour timeout. Right. So my tweet would have been, What? What? City was Tom Cruise in the John Grisham book, The Firm. Mm -hmm. What was it set? Just to see, you know, right. because Dennis would have come <laughs> along and said, Memphis dummy. Like, ah, you get a timeout. <laughs> yeah, but I would have misspelled it. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar sign. Yeah. Dollar Jokes sign on at, you. at the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, well, well done. Well played. All right. Good for you. Uh -huh. <laughs> you got me. Uh, good news for uh, we've got some ears that are about to perk up. A new study says scientists have discovered how to stop negative consequences of a high-fat diet. Mm. Okay. Where you been all my life? That's where you, where's this research? What are these uh, so-called <laughs> negative consequences you're talking about? Research on mice reveals the health-damaging effects of a fatty diet can be completely offset with the use of so-called antisense treatment, ASO for short. In fact, mice who develop diabetes, fatty liver disease, and obesity after consuming a high-fat diet completely reverted to normal health after treatment. Researchers from the Rolf Luft Research Center and the Karolinska Institute, I don't trust people with names like that, mm -mm. discovered that the treatment lowered the body's levels of uh, a polypoprotein, you got it. A key regulator of fat metabolism. The research team studied two groups 
of mice, one eating a high-fat diet starting at the age of eight weeks and a control group staying on a normal diet. After a period of 10 weeks, all of the mice in the first group were obese, insulin-resistant, and had liver steatosis. Mm-hmm. But after the ASO treatment, still being on the high-fat diet, there was a normalization of glucose metabolism, weight, and liver morphology. So what is this treatment? Uh, yeah, that's what makes me nervous. Is it uh, chemo? Yeah, right. <laughs> is it, like, uh, it going to kill you to make you? I don't, I'm not, um, it says ASO, anti-sense treatment. ASO. Well, where do we get that? Like that, that's, that just makes me mad. Don't, don't build me up like that and not tell me where to get the ASO. Now this is where, oh, that's, yeah, they got, well, they have to brand it as, mm-hmm. you know, something clever. Mm-hmm. Get skinny. Or, you know, whatever, live yeah. forever, or mm-hmm. like whatever they're going to brand it as. Onion rings are life. But now I will tell you, <laughs> <Yeah>. this just. <laughs> they are. This just seems to me. This is where I will go with Misty on the wait and see approach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, wait, I'm going like to I'm gonna need some. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need some of you others. <clears throat> it may have curbed the fat, but what did it do to your brain? Mm hmm. Yeah. Remember when was it the diet pills that were all pseudoephedrine or remember when yeah, like yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. through so, this yeah. we've been through this the fountain of youth thing mm-hmm. many times before and then generally there's a class action suit at the end of it. Yes. So I'm going to need yeah. I'm going to need some other early adopters. Like baby powder. I got two things on that. First off, I'm glad they've kind of worked out the vaccine thing at the local hospitals and stuff because we'll put, implement that same plan for this new shot. <laughs> you want to be the poster child? Yes, yeah, I'll yeah, be I, out. I am I that already. Uh-huh. Secondly, the onion rings in that picture, they looked amazing. The life. Yeah. Breath to my body. Yeah, a little ketchup. <laughs> Look at those. Look at that. That's what we, that is that is the charcuterie board or charcuterie board that I want, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think I need those. Those cheese. onion rings are too close to that <laughs> donut, though. I that's don't true. Want, I don't want the onion rings no, that close to that that's donut. True. I'll, I'll take care of that. I'll eat the onion rings, and you can have the donuts. Uh, no, I'll go, I'll move on to something else. Right. Uh, speaking of good snacks, Heinz is releasing new sauce matchups or mashups. They are coming out with hanch, so hot bacon and ranch. Together. Okay, that sounds okay. Like a hot sauce. No, it's a hot sauce picante and ranch for okay. ranch. I could try that. Wasabioli. So wasabi <clears throat> with garlic mayonnaise, basically. Mm-hmm. That can be all right. Wasabi. I like wasabi, but it's so strong. Oh, man. You know, I'd, I'd like something a little more mild, mm-hmm. and that would uh, be good. But then tartchup. So tartar sauce and ketchup mm-hmm. together. I don't do tartar sauce. I got to tell you, though. What? I found a new, there is a new sauce in my life. Have you all had the honey roasted barbecue at Chick-fil-A? No. No, I have not. I hadn't either until my sister made me eat it this week. It changed my life. She made you? Yes. She said, you have to wow. try this. She put it on a French fry. You know, the waffle fry, of course, that is a great holder for a sauce. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it holds up. Yep. So yesterday mm-hmm. while I was there, I ordered something. I wasn't going to eat it on that, but I went ahead and got some to put it in my pocket because it's in the car now with my Arby sauce. <laughs> I got to tell you, it is good stuff. All right. When you're there, just ask for a packet and try it on something that you usually put barbecue sauce on. So 
Okay. I'm going to go thumbs down on all the sauces that were pictured. I will try the gonna, other. I've got a packet in the car. I've got a, I've got a packet to spare for Just both of you. Go get it. Go get it right now. So, Dennis, no to the hanch or the no, wasabi no, only or the tarchip. Ketchup the only. I try the hanch. Ranch only. Ketchup only. You, you know, don't like don't, hot sauces? don't put them together. What if it gets together on your plate? No, it won't. Never will. He's not a mind. casserole guy, remember? Oh, yeah. Won't and, touch. And will he, not touch. Separate compartments. His, his plate's like a lay as it's sectioned off. I know what I'm and I'm a dipper. Don't, don't pour it on top either. I'm, always dip. <laughs> always dip. Yeah. I see. I'm a pourer, actually. I'd I'm both. I'm a lick the plate. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Friends-inspired ice cream is coming. Available no- nationwide, both online and in select retail stores today. The infamous brand is releasing a line of ice cream that's based on the iconic show Friends. This is uh, named Central Perk Almond Fudge. Huh, Thick good. fudge swirl, dark chocolate covered almonds. Sounds pretty good. I mm-hmm. agree. Warner has done a branding deal with not only Friends with the uh, ice cream line here, but they are also doing this year, they are doing a deal where you'll get a Christmas story influenced ice cream, Caddyshack. Ooh. And the Goonies will all have what? their own individual ice creams well, this year. The Goonies is going to be called Sloth. And Chunk Rocky Road. <laughs> that is That's so what good. theirs is going to so be yeah. named. So, uh, have some green in there, right? Would you, would you like to call out to Sarah? <laughs> have you, have you, you're going to be composing a text message to Sarah during the break, Mark. Get in the car, babe. <laughs> I'm going to get the ice cream. we got to get to a break. We'll come. You know, all the planets of the solar system, our solar system to be specific, could fit between the Earth and our moon. So you could take Mercury, Mars, Venus, Neptune, and all the other funny ones that are fun to pronounce. You put them all and they would fit between us and the moon. I did not know that. Are they touching? No, yeah. I don't think they would be touching. Okay. I, do, I would be curious to know how closely right. could you evenly separate them? Could you uh-huh. lily pad? Uh-huh. Yeah. You yep. know, then yep. so could we just get to the other? Could we finally get to Pluto? Is that our out travel there path? before the before the before the moon? Yeah, yeah it's, maybe. Uh, <clears throat> the Grammys twenty twenty one early ratings are revealed, offering the lowest ranked viewership in history according <laughs> to the early numbers. Uh, yeah. Um, you think? One, award shows are finished. There are too many of them. Please, after that one, take them off. And then, yeah, I was, uh, I didn't see any of it, but I was hearing oh. some reports of, uh. You have to rinse your eyes after you watch the Cardi B. Yeah, I, so I, I, I thought Rick Burgess summarized it very well this morning, um, when he said, that the libs, you know, and the the liberal entertainment people will we're, hey listen, we got you. We're going to protect you from anything. Don't don't worry about any god or Jesus or anything like that sneaking in. We're going to make sure that none of that you won't see any of that stuff, but you're on your own as a parent <clears throat> on Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're just trying to make good decisions on what to watch, or if you're trying to do something with your family, you think, oh, well, the Grammy Awards, hey, well, don't worry. We're not going to give them any, you know, indoctrination or anything that you might have to explain away, but we'll just let 
whatever go on all that. So it's just it's such a blatant inconsistency with the choices that they make on, and what passes for primetime entertainment. Listen, when we were kids, you had to go into a red cage. Yes. To be able to watch something. I'm not kidding. If you yeah. all, have you seen it? Have you all seen clips of what happened? I, no. I I saw a clip that CBS News, which is the network that it <clears throat> aired on, uh, just a brief, but none of the – I didn't see anything that I also described in a social media post to give me an idea of what occurred. I'll just say this, three things. There were two women on a large bed in thongs. Yeah, that's basically dancing, what uh, – touching. Yeah, closely dancing, right? If that's what you want to call it. Yeah, well, I'm disturbed and disgusted yeah. by it. It was disgusting. Was, uh, but it is, yeah. And, and again, you know, whoa, you can't change the, you can't change the channel there, fast There'd be a little conviction. Well, I think the comment was that Dolly Parton <clears throat> and someone won a Grammy this year for something that was spiritual. Yeah. And like, well, they don't. Uh, come, you don't put yeah. that on the stage mm-hmm. and then let us decide. Like, watch it. Put. Put it on there and then see what, because they're monitoring the quarter, you know, they're monitoring by the quarter hour. They they can see the ratings go up and go down. Why don't you roll that out there and see what happens? And if we knew that it was going to be there. And I got, I'm in a group text that one lady said, is anybody watching the Grammys? And another lady came back. So it was already over. I went to YouTube and caught 28 seconds of it, was so disturbed by it. But they had said in the group text, wasn't Shakira and J Lo completely destroyed by people? How filthy their their halftime show was. Mm-hmm. They looked like saints compared to this. Yeah. Well. Uh, also, I, my guess is you go back to Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. and that doesn't seem quite. I mean, yes, bad got the world's attention, but when you see this played mm-hmm. out again on. Prime time entertainment. That's the, mm. that's the thing. Like on a network that Cinemax is nationally is where that happens on affiliates that are nationally licensed by the FCC that have to maintain decency standards. The name of the song alone should make you go, okay, yeah. why are we singing that on primetime TV? Gone are the days of us just being able to sit down and watch anything as a family. You have to censor it before you allow your children. And I'm even talking the old reruns or a, yeah. a someone fixing food on television. Because the commercials on those mm-hmm. or the side B and C stories, even on the the, the food preparation shows, it's mm-hmm. it's still very controversial. And don't times. forget the inclusion commercials that they yes. have to do. Like they've had to go back and rechange the way that they present advertising because yeah. it's not representative of levels of inclusion that conservative Christians don't want to be included in. Right. So, so I just, we just stop watching. Yes, and that's exactly what has happened. And so when we keep saying, huh, I wonder why the Tony Awards, uh, well, the Tony ratings were down. I can tell you. You know, why were the American Music Award uh, ratings down? I can tell you. Just because you can't gather as a group anymore. Um, I mean, a show that we enjoy watching um, at home with the girls in American Idol and the, the number of what I was taught were curse words that Luke Bryan says during, you know, his description of what really? uh, his judging, you know, D-A-M-N and those types of, you know, it's like that's just gets thrown in there now like it's no big deal. It's like that's not. It's cool, <laughs> though. It's cool to say curse words. Well, we Don't start, you know that? We start normalizing the stuff and then kids are confused as to what 
what the standard is. We've just lowered the bar so low that anything goes, and we're in a very dangerous situation with the atmosphere we're creating for our kids. Yeah. Uh, speaking of another award show that won't be highly watched, the 2021 Oscar nominations full list out. Uh, kind of, I guess, interesting to see a lot of the, like, best picture. The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Other than The Trial of the Chicago 7, which is an Aaron Sorkin picture, I I would not, if you said it'll be on your television screen for free an hour from now, I wouldn't sit here and watch it. Uh, none of those, except for uh, except for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, some snubs for the Oscars. Regina King, she her one night in Miami, I would like to see. Uh, it is the equivalent, is the um, kind of the equivalent of that million-dollar quartet session that was held in Memphis. This okay. was um, Muhammad Ali, and it was Jim Brown, and it was – so they put you know these leaders uh, – together at the time of that community and they just kind of discuss struggles and challenges and and so i would be intrigued to see what that was yeah, like so i would you know, i would watch that uh aaron sorkin got snubbed uh from best director on the trial of the chicago seven mm. oddly enough glenn <laughs> close has been nominated for an oscar but also nominated for a razzie which is the opposite of an Oscar for her depiction of the mammal in Hillbilly Elegy. I didn't realize that was her until now. Nor did I. I did not know until I, did not know that I was thought her. most convincing role yes. that Glenn Close has ever wow. played. I see it now that you say it. That's exactly right. I watched Hillbilly Elegy and never once knew that wow. was because I've seen this woman. Right? Yeah. I've seen this woman yeah. around. Yeah. I think I've taken her my, a few that's times. Exact, my entire life. I know this lady. <laughs> yeah. So if you get awards from both sides, you did a great job. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you, you absolutely made, did. That's right. You did what Dan Rather or what uh, Mike Wallace said you can't do. Yeah. If everyone's happy, you've done it wrong. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's Point of Ponder for today. What's something you'd like to learn more about? I'll share first. I have recently become intrigued with the idea of navigating the waterways of the world. Okay. Like, we don't live near a port, but when I I get interested in marine traffic and how they get from, like, um, the Royal Caribbean has a new cruise ship that they just did a conveyance of from the shipbuilder to Royal Caribbean, and there's this really narrow passage that they have to make down in Europe to get out to the open sea for sea trials. So anyway, I just have become very interested for some reason because you just think about being out there in the middle of the ocean, right? like somewhere. It just, it's just become fascinating to me, so yeah. something I'm interested in knowing more about. I don't know that there's something, I mean, typically I can, if it crosses my mind, I'm looking for it. You know, I'm trying to educate myself on it, but I don't know that there's anything. I'm fascinated by Roman history and the infrastructure and all of the things they brought to our modern life. Okay, I yeah. watch that on the History Channel uh, probably every two or three years. All right. Dennis, any, uh, any yeah, area for you? I, I like, I'm fascinated by people that fix cars and like build houses and things like that because uh-huh. I know nothing about doing mm-hmm. any of those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not so sure that I want to learn more about it. I'm just good with them being able to do it and watching. I just watching. want to watch them do it. Yeah. No, there's a lot of that money. How too. about if you secretly knew how to do it, but no one knew you knew how to do it, <laughs> you might not be asked to do it. Would that be would That's that kind of like better? laundry. 
Kind of like laundry. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Very, very good. Someone told me. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Tell a bit. Uh, um, what's going on at First Baptist Church Litchfield uh, heading? I know you just came out of a weekend. But what's on the horizon for this coming weekend? Do you have anything to share? Well, we are continuing a series called To and From Easter uh, every Sunday morning at 10 at 106 East Walnut. We want to just want to welcome everybody there. Doors are open, ready for you to come join us, and we'd love to have you part as part of worship. But we have a big event coming up on Saturday, April the 3rd. Uh, it's called an Easter Experience. It's not your traditional Easter egg hunt. Uh, we're, we're trying to kind of follow the social distancing uh, guidelines, but still offer a community event for our folks in Grayson County. So at uh, Saturday, April 3rd, from 11 to 12.30 at the Grayson County High School football field, the track there around there, we will have different stations set up that families can walk through, get eggs and candy, and hear the Easter story. So our pastor of wor- uh, children and youth, Joey Snyder, has worked really hard on this event, and we're hoping that the community can have a great event to come out and not worry about uh, social distancing because we'll have it set up perfectly for you. Yeah, a great, ad, uh, a great adaptation to make sure you still, uh, you know, be able to celebrate Easter, but do yeah. something kind of uniquely different, but with tones of something that is familiar. So uh, thanks for, thanks for bringing that yep. to us. Uh, television tonight on ABC to tell the truth on Fox, the premiere of some show called Holmes Family Effect. And on TLC, the premiere of The Blended Bunch. I don't know what any of that means, but if you do, good for you. Hmm. Um, Today's highlight in history, this date, 1945, during World War II, American forces declared they had secured Iwo Jima, although pockets of Japanese resistance remained. Figure skater Tanya Harding pled guilty to conspiracy to hinder prosecution, this date in 1994. One year, no, five years ago today, President Barack Obama nominated Merrick Garland to take the seat of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, to which Mitch McConnell said, nah, <laughs> not going to do it. Oh, wait, that's, an, that's, an, that's another famous Republican. Uh-huh. Yes. A game show host Chuck Woolery is 80. Huh. Two and two, be right back at you. 80? Oh, wow. Eric Estrada is 72 today. Ponch from Chips. Chips. Nancy Wilson is 67. Flava Flav is 62 today. What? Flava Flav. Wow. Six months from now, Flava Flav can draw partial Social Security. He's just got to be hunched over, don't you think? Well, I mean, after all this time of carrying it, the, the clock, huge clocks. Right. Is Yeah. It's just weighing him down. It's really. And how does he do on daylight savings time weekends? Is that, is that another, a difficult weekend for him right. twice a year? Like, how do, do you. Do he's into a pocket watch now? Gotta be. Gotta be. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, your, granddad, your granddad carried a pocket watch. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, he has to transition. Sure, you would think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, gone but not forgotten, James Madison, born in 1751, and Jerry Lewis, hey, ladies, in 1926 today. Uh, wow. Anniversary of their birth. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1960. And Bobby Rydell... And wild one. Bobby Rydell was given a tip of the cap in Greece because it was Rydell High. So is this similar to what you all were talking about was on the Grammys? Spot on. It's okay. almost the same thing. Almost Mirror image. Yeah, I almost right. couldn't tell the difference. Okay. Okay. I'm with you now. It was very controversial there. <laughs> it was a wild one. 
And then again, I've not seen it. I've just heard the description. Sure. Misty did an adequate job of it during the break, describing it. You're welcome. Let's go to 19... Now, I'm still glad I didn't see it. 1969, CCR was number one with Proud Mary. You know, no disrespect to CCR, okay? I sense disrespect coming. Well, it's just not... It's just not Tina Turner's version. Listen, Fortunate Son, have at it. Yeah. Green River, all yours. Have at it. Bathroom on the right. Yes, all yours, CCR. <laughs> have at it. But Proud Mary is an Ike and Tina song. It really is. Who did yeah. it first? CCR. Well, then you can't have the Ike and Tina song without it. You oh, yes, nobody you can. knew it no, until Ike and Tina did it. I'm going to need to know who wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Because if, if no one in CCR wrote it, then, then that's you true. can have it without CCR. That's true. Night Fever, number one with the BGs in 78. Linda Ronstadt, James Ingram, somewhere out there, number one in 87. Oh, yeah. Celine Dion, Because You Love Me in 96. Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Green Day in 05. And Katy Perry, Dark Horse, was number one seven years ago today. UConn, thanks for coming by. My pleasure. Thank it, you all for having me. When, uh, by the way, when are the shaved ice samples going to start coming our way? Uh, I'd say opening day. Uh, Which we, is... we can't get a preview. <laughs> yeah, I'll... We I'll, can't uh, get a preview. I'll... I saw previews, by the way. I know you all have had them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because I saw the photos you shared, and I thought, so Sarah goes to the store and buys us snacks, and then... Make shaved ice and won't send it? Make shaved ice like doesn't cost, doesn't have any out-of-pocket expense, but yet we don't... Cook Ranch shaved ice on Facebook, opening day, <laughs> Monday, April 5th. All right. MB's Brola Wisdom for today. <laughs> You'll be back before the 5th, won't you? Yeah, yeah I think okay. so. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The definition yeah. of frustration is not having anyone to blame but yourself. Mm. The definition of frustration is not having anyone to blame but yourself. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Dennis